Hello, everyone, and welcome to the November episode of the Mercer County Podcast Club. My name is Mr. Rusty Ruggles, and we are going to be having a, an exciting episode today. Um, our student talk will be featuring the ladies of the club, which is Mackenzie Thurston, Riley King, and special guest Mia Ward. Next up, we'll have Mrs. Haynes, and uh, Hunter Smith will be interviewing her uh, about all scholarship things and college-related stuff, and especially introducing our um, our dog Cheerio to everyone in Mercer County land. And lastly, we'll have Hunter Smith again and Miles. We're talking about a couple concerts that are coming up here in November, a charity concert on Saturday and our music theory concert on Thursday. So please stick around and listen to all that, share it, tell everybody how great the podcast is, and we really enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody, to our student talk of the November episode. Last month, we had all the boys, and guess what? This month, we have the girls, because they all got mad. And so we have Riley King. Riley, how are you? I'm doing great. We have Mackenzie Thurston. Hi. Oh, she's excited. <laughs> and we have special guest, Mia Ward. Hi. Hi. <laughs> So when we did podcasting club, we asked for volunteers and usually we have six or seven. We only had five. So we were missing a girl. So we called Mia in. Mia, how was your day today? Super. What was your favorite part of your day? Um, probably cadetting in sixth grade band this morning. And you helped the clarinets this morning. Mm-hmm. Didn't end that fun? Yep. How'd they do? Great. Okay. I think you're just <laughs> saying that. Kenzie, how things? Good. Yeah. Riley, good? Good. Well, that's it. That's our podcast then, right? <laughs> yep. So we were talking like, usually in November, we, we only talk about Thanksgiving food, but we got to talk about a couple of things like the football season's over, but Kenzie's a big marching band fan, right? Yep. It was a fun year. You had seven home games, man. Yep. Right? What was your favorite game? Is that such, is that something that uh, I could ask? Yeah. Probably the last one. The last one Playoffs, was your favorite? Yeah. It's fun. You get to be for all of it. It was a nice day. Where you at on really nice. on marching band, Riley? Where you at on that? Um, probably my least favorite out of <laughs> marching band, pep band, and concert band, but I mm-hmm. still enjoy it. Okay, good. Mia, where you at on that? Um, I'm sad it's over, but at the same time, I'm glad I don't have to stand out in the cold anymore. <laughs> True. Mia gets cold <laughs> pretty quick, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and do you tell people that you're cold? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure if that's a great quality to have. Um, let's see. We have, uh, we know what the musical is, and we didn't announce that last time. And I know that we, because it's me, sometimes we talk about musical stuff too much or like band things, but I don't really care. And uh, what is the musical going to be, Mia? It is Annie Get Your Guns. Yes. Irving Berlin's yep. Annie Get Your Gun. There and we, we did that. That was the very first musical I did when we started doing musicals again in 2001, maybe. And it was fun. It's a classic, right? Do you know anything about that musical, Mackenzie? Nope. There's no business like show business is in that thing. And then it's about Annie Oakley, who's the best shot and traveling Western group and all that. And Frank Butler doesn't like her. But then he starts to like her a little bit. But then he gets jealous because he's a guy. Yeah. Kind of like a gender <laughs> thing. Now, will Riley be trying out for the musical? No. Yes. She's more of Mia, a stage. She's trying to get you to do it? Yeah, Mia wants me to do it. But I'd rather do like 
sound and tech and stuff again. Right. But you think she should be on stage? I think she should be in the ensemble. Okay. Have you ever heard her sing? Yeah. You have? Mm -hmm. Okay, Riley, give us something right now. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, geez, that was a lot of fun. Can you sing, Mackenzie? Everybody can sing. Oh, yeah. You belt it out? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you sing to? Like, like Blink-182 garbage, or what do you do? Uh, I mostly listen to country music. Oh, sure. Like Miranda Lambert? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a good Miranda Lambert song that you belt out? Oh, boy. Like, I don't know. Oh. It's hard to put a difference between her and Carrie Underwood because they sound so alike. So you would rather sing to Carrie Underwood? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Carrie Underwood song? Probably, I'm gonna. I think "Mama's Broken Heart" is Miranda Lambert. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's Carrie Underwood. Is it? it is. That's Miranda, Miranda Lambert. That's one of my favorites. Now she was great when we went to the Opry. She was great. Riley, yes. you and I were there. You were you were there too. Yeah, yeah. she was. I was. That was a lot of fun. I, I was. Yeah. I was roomed with Riley. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? She great. got a little upset with us. They, I like to go to bed early. They do not like to go to bed early. A little cranky? Me, me, Michaela, and Maddie were all up sitting there talking. And then Riley gets up and goes, it's time for bed. And I shut scared. all the lights off. I and I'm like, uh, I didn't okay. want to get yelled at. Because they're making right. sound so scary that if you're making noise, you're going to get yelled at. And I didn't want to get well, yelled they at. Were, they were talking to people across the, across the hall from us. So How could you do that? You're talking, oh, wait, just outside in their room? They were being really loud in oh, their room. Oh, that is has to be really loud. Um, Mia, you ran cross country this fall. I did. And you ran fast. Sure. And you, the girls were just short on state. State is this weekend. Eden's going on her own and the boys are going to state. First time their boys have ever gone, right? Yep. So are you going to go on Saturday? Uh, no, because I have ILMEA. Oh, that's right. You have the music festival. Well, that's exciting. You get to sing with a bunch of choir kids at Augustana, mm-hmm. right? Are you excited for that? Yeah. <laughs> What's the music like? Is it good? Um, I think the music is good. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about pumpkin flavor. <laughs> so nasty. Now, <laughs> Riley, are you a fan of pumpkin? Yes. You and I I'm love wrong. pumpkin stuff. <laughs> Mackenzie, you don't like it? Mm-mm. What is your problem, Mia? It's so gross. Why? Tell me what's gross about it. First off, okay, like pumpkin pie, for example. Here she goes. The texture is disgusting. It's mushy, but it's still yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. No. And then you add the flavor on top of that. Like if the flavor was alone without that mushy texture, it'd be great-ish. But not snow. So why don't you get like a pumpkin... Com- oh, I can't talk today. <laughs> Did you hear me in band today? Yes. Like I couldn't talk. Pumpkin spice latte. You won't That's do it? okay. If I but- put like... Vanilla creamer, maybe, and <laughs> no. to take away some of the pumpkin. <laughs> no, yeah. why are you making faces? You've just all your whole life, Mackenzie, you've hated pumpkin? I can do pumpkin pie, but I cannot do pumpkin flavored like drinks. I can't do muffins. I no. These guys are wrong, right? Yeah. Really. It's so like I, I look forward to fall so I can have pumpkin flavored things. Tell me what one of your favorite pumpkin flavored things is. Um, I get a pumpkin iced chai from Starbucks and it's very delicious. Okay. You like that? I like if you get the pumpkin pie shake at Whitey's. Oh, those are good. It will blow your mind because it has little like pie bits in it. You wouldn't eat that, Mia? No. 
I think <laughs> apple cider is where it's at. Yes. I'm with you on that one, Mia. <coughs> like fresh apple cider? Warmed so apple cider? That's no, it, it's good. I know that's good, but that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> and Mia, you and I have different opinions on so many things. Yeah. And why is that, <laughs> do you think? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm right on some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I eat basically everything. Yeah. Right? Like, Riley, tell me something you don't like. Oh, yeah, uh, you're picky. Oh, very. Yeah. So like, you, I don't eat any vegetables. <sighs> like, it's like a texture. That's unhealthy. It's like a texture thing. I'm doing great. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm here. I mean. Do you take know. any vitamins? No. <laughs> oh, no. Her bones, her bones are going to be so brittle. Bones. <laughs> bones. I'm telling you, I can't talk. I swear to you, I didn't have a stroke today. Or maybe I did. I don't even know it. No. Okay. I look okay, don't I? Yeah. You guys would tell me. I'd let you know if you looked really pale. Yeah, I probably, if I had a stroke, I'd look funny, wouldn't I? I don't know. I think yeah. so. I've never watched somebody no have a stroke. <clears throat> so when we had the boys in here last month, Miles Showalter likes black licorice. And that's a mistake. Yeah. Are we all in agreement there? Yes. That's and yeah. he's over there going, my love black licorice. Well, he does that stupid oh, thing with his mouth. He just likes being contrary. I think he does too. And I think kids do that. Is that is that you? Are you being contrary, Mackenzie, just because of the pumpkin pie thing? Mm, I don't know what that word means. So. But okay, like you're 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 just <laughs> you're just being different to be different. Mm, no. No. Um What's your favorite part about all the holidays? And you can't say because you get days off of school. Like, I looked at the calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, the first week of November is gone. You know, I mean, kind of gone. And we're getting into Thanksgiving level. And so between Thanksgiving and Christmas, what's your favorite part? Food. Yeah? <laughs> I feel like family and food, they kind of go hand in hand. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's so nice, isn't she? <laughs> Mine would probably be spending time with family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that nice. I was going straight. For that. <laughs> She's like, Keep no. the family out of it. <laughs> I just want the food. I mean, I do. I enjoy spending time with my family, but as soon as we get to family get-togethers, that's where I go straight to the food. Do you have to travel there. very far? Um, depends where we go. It and it changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have to travel, Mia? No, I stay at home. People travel to me. Whoa. Sounds great. <laughs> Do you have to travel? No. no. I mean, last year we went on a vacation during Christmas, mm. but it wasn't like to see family. <clears throat> I don't, like I used to have to travel when I lived in the suburbs and come home and it, that was a thing, mm -hmm. you know, and then Amber, you know, my parents live two blocks away from Amber's parents. And there was a year where we were, they were having Thanksgiving at noon. Both of them were, and she was stressed. She's like, how are we going to get to both these things? Oh, my gosh. I said, Amber, I can eat a plate and be at my house in less than two <laughs> minutes and eat another plate. You know, we can be in both places. That's perfectly fine. It's nice not to travel, yeah. you know? It's nice to go to those things. Do you, like, eat a bunch and then just go to the couch and fall asleep? Mm. Or do you play games? Yeah? Sing songs around the piano? Or what, what happens? I like eat a bunch of food. I go sit on the couch and watch a movie. And once my stomach's digested, I go get more food. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do, Mackenzie? 
It's a lot of eating food and talking and catching up because we don't really, our family does not really talk to each other throughout the year. I think Thanksgiving and Christmas is the one time that we see everybody. Isn't that strange? Like in your close. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the vicinity of one another, oh, yeah. right? We have a f- small family. My side does, so we don't have too many people. But we do have Ava. We do have Peyton, <laughs> right? <laughs> Riley, do you have a? You kind of have a big. Well, so it's so confusing. But my like dad's side, he's technically like all of his siblings are half siblings. So yes. like it's just me, my mom, my dad, and my grandma. Like that's mm-hmm. it for holidays. And then my mom's side, they all live so far away that it's pretty small too. Right. But I, you know, when you go to a family, like if you date somebody or get with somebody and has a larger family, sometimes it's overwhelming mm-hmm. because you're not used to all that, those people, you know, you're mm-hmm. filling a house with a lot of people, you know, and there are p- some families that have to rent someplace out just to fit everybody, which is cool. You know, I like little, little kids opening gifts. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the gifts aren't, I mean, I know I like getting stuff, <laughs> but I usually buy my own stuff before it gets to that point. Because mm, yeah. Amber, I mean, she does a good job, but she doesn't get the right stuff. <laughs> She's not going to listen yeah. to this anyway. <laughs> you think she will? No, you have a boyfriend, Mia. What are you going to get him? Um, I have several things lined up today. Say them. Oh, wait. Like, he, what if he, like, listens? There's no way he listens to this. You think he does? I don't know. I talked to him about it last month. I was hey, like, hey, you should listen. He's like, mm, maybe. So <laughs> I, I think more know. people should listen. I suppose we should be a little bit more exciting. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And get in fights and stuff. <laughs> Start screaming. Yeah. I feel like there was screaming involved. People would listen. Yeah. I told you that last year I have, it's the April episode. And I said, Ruggles, the title was Ruggles was crabby. <laughs> and we immediately had 120 plays. There's something to it. You should put a good title in this one. Like, just something that has nothing to do with it. Like, girls rule? No. No? Mm, I feel like it has to be about someone doing something bad, because that gets people more yeah. interested. So, like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't even have to happen in the actual podcast. How about this? Mia ruins the podcast. Mia freaks out and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> just walk out of the room. <laughs> and just come back. <laughs> that would be a good one. Um, Let's see. What other titles can we have? Just, like, purposely, like, bully someone to get them mad. So, like. Mackenzie gives all of Walmart's secrets. <laughs> there ain't many of those. Do you know how like they do clickbait stuff though? Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you click on it and then all of a sudden 4,000 pop-ups come up and you're like, I can't read what I want to read. I wanted to see that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and so many people get caught up in that kind of stuff. Um, do you like Christmas music? Yes. Do, yeah. you, do you think it's too, I mean, we have to play it early and you know mm-hmm. that, but like, I went into Subway yesterday, and there's a Christmas tree sitting there. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. And then they tried to tell me it's a Thanksgiving tree, which it had orange lights on it. But there's no such thing as a Thanksgiving tree. Right? The hospital has a tree that they put different ornaments on every year. Just year-round? Mm-hmm. And they, like, correlate with the oh, okay. holidays. Who decorates the tree at your house? Are you a part of that? Yeah. Yep. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen. just depends on my mood. Like every year, it just depends. Like last year, I don't think I did. You are in charge of it, Mia? Um, depends on the Christmas. Like sometimes my mom's not feeling it, so right. it's my job. Right. But you think you do a pretty good job? Me. Me. I think it's fine. Do you do it, Kenzie? I do it, but I am not in charge of it. That is my mother's job. It was, um, 
I should be saying this. One of Amber and I's first fights together oh. was decorating the tree and us arguing about stuff. And we, I was really angry. It was like all my, and it's still, I had to just, I understood that it was her thing. And all of my ornaments were towards the back of the tree, towards the wall. <laughs> and then all of hers, because she has like sections of stuff. Do you remember that story I told you? When we came home and the tree had fallen over. Yeah. 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 And how devastated she was because some of these were her great grandmother's ornaments and they were shattered on the floor. And I remember going, it's good. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And in my head, I'm like, this is not okay. <laughs> but not as many broke as we thought. Mm-hmm. So we just, we don't do that anymore <laughs> with that. Um, yeah. I was thinking the other day, like our Christmas concerts, like five or six weeks away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, probably should say something about the music booster fruit sale that's happening starting today. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to sell some fruit, going to get that fruit from Mercer Market this year, which we're happy we're staying local. So find your local music person and do that. Um, the music theory concerts, November 17th for the 50 people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> do you think you could do music theory, Riley? Have you thought about it? Mia wants me to do it. Mia I told her to give she me should to do, do it next year. Mia's Why would you? Give me to do everything. I don't know. Now you don't have to sing. Yeah, that would be the thing. I mean, I don't know. Travis <laughs> sings. If yeah. Travis sings, yeah, like, you should sing. Can sing. You have yeah. to communicate the melody somehow. Like Rylan's doing a song on his trombone. Yeah, I mean, I might, but like, I don't know who all, who all is going to be doing it. It's not about they're, other people, Riley. All, it's about you but and if your I'm experience. the only person. You and me. <laughs> Singing yeah, songs. We just do like 10 songs in one concert. <laughs> you won't people. be the only person in music theory. <clears throat> it like, is only, th- it's, there's a lot of seniors in there. That's what's kind of got yeah, me confused all or seniors concerned. That's why I'm like, uh, there's it's one all ju- seniors. It's all seniors? Angelina's a senior, if that's oh what you're gosh. thinking of. So next year you're going to have no one. See? <laughs> but there's other people I heard that might do it besides Riley. Mm-hmm. So I feel like music people. theory is one of those classes that people take to just kind of like fill in there. Schedule. Oh, I, I hear that and like I seniors, get it. Senior based. It's not a fill. Like it's not, there's work in there. Oh, yeah. I feel like music appreciation is more of the filler yeah. class. Yeah, that's a filler. But I understand that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that sign up for it that I have to kind of weed them out and say, this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, here's what this is going to be. This is not it's what hard. you think it's going to be, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, you know, we, we're lucky this year to have a group that really knows what they're doing yeah. for the most part. And now what's funny about it is that we're preparing a lot of music for this concert <clears throat> and we're all very confident in our own little spots of what we're doing. And they're, you know how like when you try to give somebody constructive criticism and they don't take it yeah. really well, yeah. Yeah. we're to that point. <laughs> and when I, cause I don't have a problem with somebody telling me that they know mm-hmm. the song better. Cause in a lot of instances they do like, you know, melt a lot better than I do. Yeah. But like today, <laughs> Well, like he, like <laughs> Hunter. Okay, does everybody know what we're doing for the concert? Do we tell you? No. Okay, so like we threw all these songs into a hat. Everybody got to pick three songs. Parents picked one, and we we used the wheel that I used for the birth birthday wheel, mm-hmm. and we just picked them randomly, and that's what mm-hmm. you got, whether you like it or not. And I don't mind my two. Mia's got a Red Hot Chili Peppers tune that she's <laughs> learned to love. And so anyway, we're going through these and Hunter has a song that he, that Mia knows really well. It was Mia's song that she put in there. 
Mm-hmm. So she's trying to help him out. Like he told me the other day, he's like, I don't mind. He's like, it helped him get back on track. Right. So like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but today, he, I could tell today he was a little annoyed. A little he's like, Mia, I know you know this song really well. Stop <laughs> singing in my face. <laughs> that sounds like something Hunter would say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like imagine his face turning red along with that. Yeah. Little combo. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But his song is better than mine at least. Like, my first song. I still like your song. But my first song. What's your first song? Tell me what your first song is. Remind me. What is it? It's Barracuda, my heart. Oh, I can't wait for you. Listen, everybody needs to go to this concert and watch her do Barracuda because it's going to gonna be great. It's like, who picked that song? Oh, Mr. Crump's mom picked it. I sound like oh. I'm shrieking when I sing it. <sighs> do you know what Mia is? And I think Mia's great. Defeatist. But she doesn't think she's very good. <laughs> and it's annoying, right? Because she's good. Don't yeah. you don't like people like that? Like, don't do not do that. We told um, you for yeah. years not to do it. But like Charlie, the Red Hot Chili Peppers song, yeah. I'm like, okay, that one's not bad. But Barracuda, like, I can't sing like that. Yes, you can. Just put your heart to it. Yeah, yes. you got to change. Does that like smoke some cigarettes? Yeah. No. <laughs> now, did you watch her? Have you watched the video of her doing it live yeah, yet? Yeah, and she like, she like like a presence and like owns it that's like i want you to own it (laughs) i don't have a presence that type of presence (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know how to describe it girls me is not the big and bad type no she's not but her voice is and she needs to learn how to Mm -hmm. use it like that that's what I mean. Like, they don't match. Like, this song does not match <laughs> yeah. how I look. But you have... It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, when people listen to the podcast, I'm sure they think that I'm this, like, super muscle-bound, tough, macho man. <laughs> mm. That has hair. And that has <laughs> hair. Rugbird. Peter <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. Yes. All right. Well, ladies, our time is up. Time flies when you're having fun. Right? Yeah, I oh think yeah. we officially <laughs> talked about nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Riley and Mackenzie and special guest Mia. Thank you, Mia, for being here. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Smith, and welcome to November's staff interview portion of our podcast. Joining me today is our school counselor, Mrs. Haynes. How are you doing? Good. good. I think your voice, <laughs> like when you start announcing, it's just so nice. And it's like, it's a nice announcing voice. You it's should very think calming. About it. I know. <laughs> you should do some like book readings or something like that. That would be good. Yeah, I feel like I'd enjoy doing that. Yeah. Just you and a microphone. Yeah, be a little scary, but, you know, <laughs> I'm nothing sorry. I'm not used I, to. I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Well, Mrs. Haynes, could you uh, walk us through what you do here at the school? <laughs> um, well, it depends on the day. Um, usually when I think about the counseling office, it usually falls into two different separate categories. One would be um, maybe more so the guidance part of it, and then the other hat would be the mental health part of it. So it depends on the day on you know, how much I spend on each one. But like I said, the mental health part can change from day to day 
if I'm doing something academically and a kid comes in and needs some help, then I have to switch gears into the mental health aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And so like, what does the average day look like for you? Like typically? Oh, it's It's different. different. It's (laughs) very different day to day. I can get up in the morning and think that, okay, today, this is what I'm doing. This is what's on the agenda. Um, I get here and maybe in the first five minutes that totally changes and goes (laughs) out the window and changes into something else. So um, it is never the same from day to day. You know, I feel like that's a thing with pretty much any job though, especially counseling position. It's different day to day and you can't, you really can't control what other people are going to be like right. in a day. And I feel like that can be very, um, difficult sometimes Yes. because you might stress out too much or you might not be, have enough on your plate to, uh, there's nothing worse than like going to work and going, <laughs> thinking about your day and going, oh, I think this is going to be good. It's going to be a good day. And then like five minutes in, it's like, pow, 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 pow. Yep, like totally changes. it turned into something yep. you never knew would happen. Some days I'll get to work and I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to work on this report for, you know, AP. And then the minute I walk in the door, that doesn't happen. Something else happens. So that gets put on. The and you never touch that report. Nope. 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 Not that day. Anyway. No. <laughs> I feel like uh, your job especially can get very busy here at the school. So like what does busy entail for you? Busy entails, um, depends on if it's a, it, you know, we have to prepare for all the testing that comes up. So I have to make sure that that's all on track. Everybody's getting ready for their testing. But I think my most busy days are when, I have a lot of students who come in that are having issues or having a lot of anxiety and I might have one student come in and then I get a phone call that there's another student in the office that needs to talk to me. And it just seems to, you know, I feel like those days on, um, I don't know what causes it, but we may have days where I have five or six kids come into my room and then I may have days that I maybe only see one, you know, and then I can do paperwork. So I feel like it's nice to have those buffer days, though, when you're not very busy and you can kind of uh, get all your personal stuff done. Right. Um, so this year we have a service dog at Mercer County High School, and yes. um, his name is Cheerio. And I was wondering, what is it like having to be his handler? Um, it is like having a kid again. Um, <laughs> my kids are grown and out of the house, but it has been a learning um curve between him and I um in the morning before we leave again we are making sure we go to the bathroom we are making sure that we eat we are making making sure we get dressed when he gets his vest on that's his cue in the morning we say it's time to get dressed and he comes over and puts his head into his vest and he's ready to go but um it's something I've worked on for a couple years trying to get us to get a therapy dog here at school and I'm glad that we finally have him here because I think that the amount of visitors that we get now and he gets to the office I think really shows that he was needed. And have you noticed a change in the students' habits now that he's here? Yes. I see a lot of students that I have not seen, you know, um, because they know that Cheerio's in there now. So they'll come in with the the pass or in between classes just to come in and pet Cheerio, which is a good thing because I think some kids think the counseling office is a scary place, and it's really not a scary place. And I think he makes it less scary when they can come in and they know a dog's in there. Just so the listeners know, Cheerio is here. Yes. With us, and he's... Just hanging out on the floor. He's being a good dog. It's a corgi. It's a corgi, yes. Yeah. And it took two years. I mean, I remember you talking about yes. it, and it took a long time. Yes. Yeah. He came from Cares Incorporated in um, Concordia, Kansas. So when I filled out the application, from the time I filled out the application, it was right at two years when I got to going and finally get him. And he is only two years old. He's been trained from birth, basically, to be yep. a service dog. Yep. He'll be two in December. 
That's all. It's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is cool. Yeah. I mean, it, when people ask me, Mrs. Haynes, about like the difference of when I started teaching to now, mm-hmm. I'd say it's the emotional aspect that we focus on now. Right. Like, I think it was always there. We just didn't pay attention to it. Right. Yeah. Like we always had all this stress and anxiety. We just told them to deal with it and then we didn't do anything about it. Right. So now we do, hopefully, yes. where we have places where people can go and relax a little bit or, mm-hmm. you know, pet a dog. Come and hug Cheerio. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's actually a very important resource for students to have because it's something that, you know, as a student myself, I've not really felt like we've had that in past years. But now that he's here, it has, like Mrs. Haynes has mentioned before, kind of opened up that counseling office. It's no longer as scary as it was previously. And, you know, that's just the stigmatism, I think, behind that. And a lot of students feel like they can't go in there uh, because it's just not they're not bad enough to go in there and they're, they're not in a rough enough mental state to be in there and I think that's a um, an issue that a lot of people have with that would you agree with me I, I definitely agree with you I feel like there's been times that I've had seniors come into my room for their senior meeting and they'll be like I've never been in here before <laughs> and I've been like you've been here for four years yeah. and you've never been in this office before um, but now you know I'm getting luckily I'm getting the freshmen and the freshmen and sophomore that they'll come in to pet Cheerio and to hang out with him. And so they're getting more familiar with the office. And um, how's the dog getting along with the dogs at home? Um, pretty good, actually him and one of my other dogs, they chase each other around and they roll each other around and stuff. Um, the other dog I have, she's a little bit more timid, but she mm-hmm. is starting to lick him when he's oh. sleeping. So I think they're starting <laughs> That's a to, to like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, it sounds like you have uh, some really nice dogs, but let's uh, transition a little bit into more of the um, school side of things. So you obviously have to help a lot of students with their transition into college and life after high school. What would that how 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 does that go typically? Well, I usually start sophomore, junior year, and it's really funny because I just got done with senior meetings and it was funny to go back and see what they told me last year what they wanted to be and how things have changed. So we talk about um, that of what career they might see for themselves. Once they get to their senior year, then we're really focusing on, okay, you know, if this is, if this is where you're wanting to go, if this is where you're wanting to do, then this is what we need to do so that you can get there. But I also want students to know that they don't have to know what they, what they're going to do. You know, it's, I know that they get super overwhelmed sometimes because they think they don't have their life figured out and it's okay not to have your life figured out, um, being a senior in high school. Sometimes I think they think they're going to make a wrong decision. Yes. And okay. You can get off track a little bit, but there's no such thing as a wrong decision. I don't think as long as you're doing something. Right. You know, right. And it's very common for kids to go away and to go to college and change their mind two or three times. And that's, that's okay too. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you do encourage trades and all that yes. stuff too, and yes. not not just the typical college route, but some people want to go straight into the workforce. And that is something that I think is very good, especially around this area that is very um, prioritized. Like there was a college fair at the school not that long ago, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of trade unions there. And I think it's very important to get that option to go straight into the workforce to the students and not, because not everyone is going to learn the same. Right. And not everyone's going to want to go and sit at lectures and colleges right. and all that stuff. And I I think it's, I think it's a good thing that yeah. you are opening that up because I found that with a lot of my friends at different schools that that might not necessarily be the case. Yeah, I feel like college is not for everybody, 
And so the more information that we can get into those kids' hands about what may be out there for them besides college um, will give them, you know, maybe more success for their future. So that if they want to do an apprenticeship or if they want to go to a trade school or if they just want to go straight to work, well, then let's find a skill that you're actually doing a career and you're not just, you know, going to work and you're going to be doing a job that you're not happy with. Mm -hmm. So going to uh, change the pace a little bit. What would you tell to students that are coming into high school, uh, the this year's freshmen and all that stuff? What are, what are something that you would like, or, or even the eighth graders that might be listening to this, what is something you'd like to say about high school? Um, to get involved, to make sure that you are trying new things. Don't seclude yourself and sit back and let it you know, pass you by, just watch you, watch it pass by. I would definitely say, you know, even if you're uncomfortable doing something, you learn a lot when you step outside of the box. Um, so definitely get involved, make new friends, um, hang around with some different people. And, you know, the more, the more you can do that, the more you may open yourself up to what you want to do after high school. I think it is very important for students to be involved in extracurriculars here. Um, I am personally in a, a, a lot, and I think it is well worth the stress that might come along with those. Right. Um, I think there are many things. There's something for everyone, even though people might not agree with that. There is 100% something for everyone, and I think everyone should do something. And it, it, it has really helped me with anxiety and all that stuff, mm-hmm. kind of going back to the counseling side of things, not just the uh, service dog or the <laughs> person sitting in the counselor's office. I think it's a very good release to have those things to go to after school. So you're not just wanting to, you know, just l- be lazy and do nothing. Right. And it broadens your friend group. I mean, Mm -hmm. you may get involved in a group of friends you you don't normally hang out with, and you may find somebody in there that you can talk to about issues that are going on. Is there, you're a senior. Is there anything that you wish you would have done at this point that you didn't? Um, there are some things I wish I hadn't done, (laughs) (laughs) but let's not get into that. I feel like that I have been doing, well, I've been doing musicals here at the school since seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are a lot of things that I probably could have done better in each of those things, but I don't, I don't feel any regret right now about not doing anything. I think the musical is one of those things or anything like that. If you can just get over the hump and try it, like you don't have to sing by yourself. You can put an outfit on and stand in the back and be in the chorus and it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, my wife still, she was in Music Man. She was in the back and she knows all the songs still. And she still perks up when she hears the songs. But it's stuff like that. Those kids, there's a lot of kids. And we're st- I think we're still recovering from COVID. Definitely. In terms of kids be wanting to do stuff. And it's not that they're timid. It's just that I think we did nothing and found out we liked it. Right. A lot. Yes. And I found it with me because I do a lot of stuff. Now doing the stuff again is another transition. Yes. To, to, okay, though, this is how it was before. <laughs> now you got to do it. It's hard. It's very hard. Yeah. I, I, you know, I found that very hard, too, to um, going from the half days, especially. Yeah. That was something that really messed with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd, I'd moved over the summer between the half days and the normal days. And it was just it was it felt different after that. School has always felt different mm-hmm. than it did the beginning part of my freshman year which was uh, it was the spring semester of my freshman year when the when we were shut down for COVID. And I have noticed that friends of mine and all that stuff have been dropping out of stuff because they don't they just don't feel like they need to do it. And I I feel like that there is there was some fear behind that with COVID, but I feel like that has kind of 
made rise to a generation of people who are going to be a little bit more reclusive. And I think that is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not a good thing at the same time. Right. I will say a positive that I, I have seen, I think this year is I remember the year we did the half half days and I did a lot of subbing in classes during that time. And I remember the last five minutes of class, I would always tell kids, okay, you guys can talk and nobody would talk. Yes. It was so quiet. Yes. They would pull their phones and out they'd just be and on they'd that. be on their phones. And sometimes they would text the people who were across the aisle from them. Yep. And you know, that's something that I do like about the new Me phone too. rule just gonna mm-hmm. say is, that. is that it is, has encouraged students to talk with each yes. other more. You were in there when all those band kids were talking. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm like, that's a sound I like, yes. even though Kids I'm going to tell you to shut up here a second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would agree with yeah. that. They just got to talk to one another. Yes. Make some relationships, yeah. you know? So, you know, kind of going back to the COVID side of things, what are some things that you've noticed in student habits that completely changed over COVID? Um, I think that some students got used to not having to come to school, and it's hard for them to come to school. Um I also think maybe their academics, maybe they weren't expected, you know, to do as much during COVID. And now that more is on there, it's like they feel like that's too much on their plate, Um, whether it be, you know, any of the subjects that they're in. I just feel like um, a lot of kids would choose to stay home if they could still choose to stay home and be remote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, you know, I think that was a a good thing to have during COVID was there were some of those students who were obviously more higher risk and their family was more higher risk. So I mm-hmm. think that was a good aspect to have during that. But the students who were not at that higher risk really took advantage of that. And it's kind of led to more lazy habits, I would say, for lack of better words. And, um, well, and I think it's also led to a lot of anxiety because mm-hmm. now they're having to put themselves back out there. And it's making them anxious to have to. Be well, able you to didn't do, do the work, and now the, you're behind the eight ball, right? And you got all this pile right. of work, you and you say. have to be around people. Yes, when you didn't have to mm-hmm. be around people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I want to ask you something that is going to affect more of the seniors that are listening to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what would be why? Why is it important to apply for scholarships if you're going to college? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question. There's a lot of money out there. Um, I think I want to think it was maybe four or five years ago. Um, we kept track on awards night of how much money was given out. Our community does an, a, a great job of helping our kids out. And I want to think on that night, we kept track and it was like over $90,000 that was given out. And that is even for kids who were um, like, it might, they might get something all four years. So we added all that money in there. But um over $90,000 for kids to, you know, to be able to use towards college. And I know sometimes I hear some kids say, uh, you know, my college is going to be paid for, or I don't, I don't need help with tuition. And I try to explain to them that you may not need help with tuition, but you may need help with gas. You may need help with food. You may need help buying books, you know, and if your tuition's paid for and your, um, housing is paid for, then this money could possibly be in your pocket to help you make, you know, buy a new computer if you need a new computer or anything like that, that it just doesn't always have to be used just for tuition. Mm-hmm. When do you think scholarship season begins? Like, is it now? January. Jan- after the first of the year. Yeah. And I want to say, you know, I just had a senior kind of go through and do all that stuff. Our counseling office does a great job on the website. Here are the scholarships, chronological order, mm-hmm. bam, 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 bam. 
fill them out, get your essays done, mix and match, <laughs> copy paste, whatever. And if you apply for 50 and you get five, you're doing good. Yes. And yes. you're not going to get every one. No. You know, but no. that five may be $25,000 worth of stuff. Right. You just never know. Yeah. So they've got to apply. Yes, you have to apply. <laughs> yeah, that's you can't win the lottery without yeah. buying a ticket. And some of them are so easy to apply for. You know, it's and I know it gets overwhelming. We may have days in February, March, April where you have six or seven due on the same day. But that's why we try to tell kids once you get back from Christmas break, start looking because that's when our local ones all start updating, yep. and then you can get busy on them so that you're not all you're not doing them all the same week. Yeah. And it's crazy sometimes when you have a scholarship that's really good and there's only two people that applied for yes. it. Yes. You know, and some of them are families that talk to me out, out on the street and they're like, why aren't these kids applying for this? Right. You know, and I don't have an answer for them. I'm right. like, it's there. We, we tell them it's there. Yeah, we try. Yeah. Free money. <laughs> <laughs> it is free money. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite aspects about your job? I like when... It, Talking about, like, academically, let's talk about, you know, if I have the academic hat on and, or the career and college readiness. Um, those kids who high school was not, you know, really for them, um, but they've went on to a career. I, I mean, I have some that are, I can pop in my head right now and think about um, that they struggled tremendously through high school and um, were in my office quite a bit. And I, you know, talked to them quite a bit about different things. And to see them now out in the world being successful mm. – and to see what they're doing and that they're happy, you know, and I try to tell kids all the time when they, when they are not high school kids, you know, when they, school's just not for them, that this is a very small time in your life. Um, it may seem like high school is a right. long time, but it is a very small time and things are going to change for you when you get out of high school. And so to see those kids flourish, yeah. that is, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite things. It's hard to tell a kid that what you think is the most important thing right now isn't right. I try to say, yep. is this, is this going to matter to you next year at this time? Five years down the road, you're going to look back on this and, yep. and laugh, yep. you know, so just relax. You right. know, everything's going to be fine. Right. You know, that <laughs> kind of goes into a point. Um, I can't remember. It was some reading that I did. It was, is it going to affect me more in a month, a year yeah. or 10 years? Yeah. Right. You have to look at it that way. And I feel like a lot of students don't do that. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are small issues that people think are life or death. And that is not a good mindset to have a lot of the time. Well, we all did it. We're all mm -hmm. young. Yes. And I did it too. Yep. We all think it's the most important thing right Mrs. now. Mrs. Haynes probably did it too. Oh, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. It's <laughs> probably why I have this job right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So I want to ask you one more thing, and that is, what is a bit of advice you would like to give everyone? Um, I would probably say to not get too overwhelmed that it's okay to not know what you're going to do with the rest of your life because you have a lot of time to figure it out. So don't get too stressed about that right now and focus too much in on that. Um, just take some time and en enjoy high school, get involved, and then figure it out once you get out. You know, if I always tell kids it's okay to go to college and be undecided if that's what you want to do because that's the most common major in college is undecided. Um, usually sometime your sophomore year of college, you probably need to figure that out. But until then, um, you know, 
just have a plan, whether it's a plan for the next step, it doesn't matter what it is, but just have a plan to do something. Yeah. A plan. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, that plan can get changed and you bet. Oh, definitely. I think it is actually a good thing to have that plan get changed. I mean, I know my original thoughts were I was going to, um, you know, focus only on a music career and why I still want to do that. I think it's important that I try to find something else because music, besides from teaching and all that stuff, mm-hmm. is something that is going to be hard to find a job in. And yes. I think it's important for people that want to pursue their dreams to have a backup plan. Yeah. I think I changed my major three times. So, you know, that, that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. All right, that's about it. You're going to close it out. Yes, well, thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Hunter Smith with Mrs. Haynes, and I will see you in the next month. Thank you, Mrs. Haynes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Cheerio. You did a good job. All right, everybody. It's November. It's our November uh, podcast. My name is Mr. Ruggles. And we're here with Miles Showalter. Hello. Who is part of the podcast club and Hunter Smith. Hello. And we are talking about some concerts that are coming up and we're kind of in a rush. We're kind of throwing this together because we want to get it out and maybe some people will get news. Um, hopefully I get this podcast out. Today is Thursday. Hopefully, get out Friday because we've got a concert coming up with you guys, right, Miles? Uh, yeah, for Key Club, we decided to do a charity concert. So, when that idea comes up in your meetings, um, do you know what charity you're giving your money to? Not entirely. I personally wanted to do prostate cancer stuff because yeah. it's November and it's the month, okay. like their month. But we, Mrs. Westfall, decided to just do. I think it's. Oh, it's like fight for cancer or something like that. Sure. Um, you guys practiced last night. Yep. And uh, you were in the auditorium plan. Everything went fairly good, right? We're going to practice again tomorrow. Mm. How long? Let's see. This starts at 7. This is on November 12th. will be the concert. It starts at 7 yep. o'clock. And you guys will play music. And what else is going to happen then? Uh, I think we have like I think it's seven songs in the first might be nine, actually. Nine in the first. Okay. And then we have a intermission where Mrs. Westfall wants to pull tickets for a 50-50 raffle. Yeah. That she wants to have at the door. Mm-hmm. So just have people buy some tickets for mm-hmm. some prizes or something and maybe a cut of the money, something like that. Sure. Pull it during half. Um, you're selling tickets? Is there an admission or what's the story there? No, it's, it's admission by donation. Yeah. So admission by donation. Mm-hmm. And if it's a high school kid and they don't have anything... That's fine. They can come and listen to the music. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's a good idea, you know, and I don't think people realize like how busy that auditorium is. Very. It's like being used tonight for a speaker. Mm -hmm. It's being used, you know, we got in, you guys got in there last night to rehearse. We just got done with the play. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in that place and we love it. Like it's, it's got a lot of things to it. The lights are great. The sound is good, I think. And um, it's a lot of fun to go in there. Tell me like who picked the songs that you're playing. First of all, let's talk about who's in the group. It's you. Um, so it's me, Angelina, uh, Travis and Brennan Fluett. Angelina Miller, yeah. Travis Parker and Brennan Fluett. Yeah. Sorry. No, they have last names. I know. Yeah. Like Hunter Smith. Thank you for not calling me Larry. Laramie, <laughs> Laramie Hunter Lee. Smith. No. Um, you guys have been playing w- for a while with each other a little yes. bit. So tell me, like what's 
Do you want to let people know what you're playing or what's on the set list or I mean, surprise or what? I can give artists. Okay. I will do that real quick. Okay, I'll tell you who I up. like and who I don't like. Okay, you might not know some. Hunter will too. Um, some we have a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I like them. Yep. Uh, Chris Stapleton. I know him. Yep. Uh, the Backseat Lovers. Nope. <laughs> uh, Black Sabbath. Okay. I've heard of them. Cream. Yep. Um, Briston Maroney. Nope. Newer guy. This sounds like some kind of like uh, Rush. Meat. Rush. Did you say Rush? Yeah. Oh, I'm going for sure. <laughs> Aren't you running sound? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of bet. Um, yeah. Show up. And it's like Zach Bryan's another one. Who's Zach Bryan? Country dude. I Zach guess. Brown? No. No. Oh. Brian. Different guy. Different guy. Same Zach. Mm-hmm. I think Angelina picked that song. Okay. How do you guys pick songs? Do you just all pick songs and put it all together or what happens? We just will sit there and randomly throw in suggestions, put it on a playlist and whatever we get down, we get down. Yeah. That's pretty much it it's like, fun mm-hmm. it's fun to do it like that fun stuff yeah so key club charity concert saturday november 12th but your group doesn't have a name no we're we've been trying to figure out a name for so long we just can't we might ask at the gig yeah that's what we did for yeah. the Glenstones. we just we got our gig, our name that way yeah i don't know i know mr i have mr derrick's for um creative writing and he keeps trying to push a name on us and what I'm, is that he has this word board where he puts different <laughs> words on there yeah and he looked up saw the word loquacious oh no he wants us to call ourselves the loquacious locomotives that's and a mouthful he, yeah he went on like i think the whole class period he went on some ai thing and made something like a little drawing so he's serious of a, about it of a screaming train and he was like come on you gotta do it and he tried to ask Travis and Angelina, and we all kind of were just like, no. No, no, no. I don't want to be a loquacious locomotive. Huh. Sounds like a, a 70s band to me. It, yeah. Well, it's nice that he wants to be involved, but hope he comes to the concert. He's not. Oh. Well, then <laughs> he should have more. I asked. I was like, you're going to come? And he was like, No. <laughs> Hunter, you are going to be part. So we got that concert on Saturday, and then the following week, our theory, our fall theory concert is going to be on November 17th on Thursday night at 7, admission by donation again. And tell everybody what this concert is about, like what we did. Uh, so basically for this concert, everyone got to choose two songs, and everyone's parents got to choose another song. And what we kind of did is we threw it in a randomizer that uh, we put all of the uh, songs in the randomizer and everyone had to go through twice and pick two different songs that they're going to do for the concert. So we have a total of 18 songs we're doing at the concert. So nine people performing their songs. And uh, I think it's actually a pretty good set list. It's interesting. Very. I have enjoyed some of the songs that I did not know at all. Mm-hmm. And there's some that are growing on me a little bit each by like that one we did with Angelina today. Oh, sidecar. Yeah, yeah. That one's grown on me. Well, like it's got a lot of energy to it. I remember we. That's that was a weird pick because that was the band that played before. That Peach was Pit. your pick. Yeah, because they played right before a Peach Pit when I went and saw them in Indianapolis. Right, so they were like an opener band that I'd never heard of. You know, it's tough for me to like. I don't listen to a lot of new music. I have. I'm old. And I have my people I listen to, and very rarely do I come across things, and I should. Fifty percent of that's Russian Toto. Um, Would you agree with that? 
I would say more Toto than Rush lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Did you Did you listen to that new Stone Jam album? No. Have you listened to the new uh, Snarky Puppy? I've not. Empire is what it's called. That's Stone, what we need to do. Stone Gin is no tonic. That one's it's no very, tonic. No tonic. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's a good band. They're really good. Like I, I like those and tunes. Yeah, Travis was looking through like a Discovery Graph thing on um, Spotify, and he found a band that was kind of like linked with them, but they're called the Whips. The Whips. The Whips. Mm. They're they're good, but their production is awful. Mm. It just sounds like. Hope they it, don't listen to this podcast. I hope not. I'm yeah. sorry, but <laughs> it sounds kind of bad. Hunter, tell me when we were doing the songs and picking the songs, how nervous were you? Um, I was very nervous that I was going to get something I didn't like, and I did get something I didn't like at the start of it, but I kind of grew to like it a little more. Uh, both of my songs were songs that I'd never known yeah. before this, and I'd only listened to one of them before. I've only heard it, and um, you know, it was a big step outside my comfort zone for both of the songs that I'm doing, but I think that's a good thing. That is a good thing, and that was what the goal was. The, the odds of you getting lucky to get your own song. Did anybody get their own songs? I don't think so. I don't, I don't so. think so. I mean, so for the listeners who are listening, I mean, there was 27 songs and you got two. Mm-hmm. And so there were a couple songs that fell into people that I kind of wanted. Yeah. But <laughs> like I, Mia. Yeah. yeah. When she got that, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then your song that you picked, I just wanted somebody to get it. And we did that one today, and I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Um, so if you are if you like music and all kinds of genres of music, you're going to see these kids do on Thursday, November 17th, all kinds of different things. I mean, Mia's going to sing a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. That was not her pick. <laughs> now, that means that there were nine songs that weren't selected. Were there any of those songs that you're like, dang, I wish those songs were in this concert? Yeah. I know which one. One, you're of, my, one of my songs. I don't remember what I picked. I remember one of the picks, but I don't remember. Your mom's one. pick was one. Yeah, that one. I'm glad. Didn't Me get too. Picked. That's boring. I know. Mm. She's not gonna listen to this, is she? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was glad that Hunter's song didn't get picked because <laughs> I was thought I was thinking I'm gonna get this. I oh. was really hoping you would have gotten it oh. too, because you had to get the whole get up on. Yes, and- I knew. Did I suggest the Peach Pit one? Uh, Drop the guillotine? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't get That's picked. That's one I'm a little upset didn't get picked up. I really like that Sounds song. Great. Two of mine got picked. That means only one of yours got picked, right? Mm-hmm. And one... Luckily, your parent pick didn't get chosen. No. But yours... Mine did. What Travis. was your... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun, and it's we're playing eighteen songs. It's a long concert, not that long. I mean, we'll get it'll be an hour, or maybe a little over an hour, and we just finally, or we still haven't gone through. I mean, it's a week from today, and we're still going through these songs. I hate to say it, but I'm just glad no one got SpongeBob musical. That's no, what man. I'm saying. That's uh, the one I was talking about. You know that, was, that that was the one that I threw in for people who are a little bit confused. Uh, I threw in uh, "I'm Not a Loser" from the SpongeBob musical, and um, I, I I had the um, impression it's Squidward's solo from the musical. No, and I was under no, the impression no, that no, Mr. Ruggles no. would be dressing up like Squidward for that if I did get it. I would or if I did get it. I don't care. I make a fool of myself every day. It's not yeah. a big deal. A little bit. It's okay, yeah. me too. 
No, you don't. Well, yeah. you did today. Yeah, a little it's bit. With some of your mistakes in Whoa. concert band. You want to talk I mean, about it? You did lock the door. This, not <laughs> unlock the door this, this morning. This morning we had jazz band, and I was moving stuff, and I forgot to like put the stand in the door to let people in, and I what? looked out. There's 15 I, people standing out there. I was freaking out because I woke up late, and I was like, oh. So I zoom over here as fast as I can, right. check, and there is just a line of kids outside. I'm like, hmm. No, we're good. So I was like, Angelina, did you call Ruggles? She's like, yeah, I've called him a few times. I know, now. I didn't have my phone on me because it was playing the jazz music, the music on the stops. Bluetooth. The music stops when we call you. I wasn't even in here. I was moving <laughs> stuff. I was trying to help you. The, like, we were watching you for about 15 minutes. We could see you coming in, back in from the auditorium. We were like... <laughs> <laughs> waving through the window and you didn't even acknowledge yeah. at least presence. it wasn't raining or snowing or at least it wasn't that cold right there well, has been a time you have had the door locked and it's been freezing yeah <laughs> it's good that we got lots of stuff going on because then we just come out of this season we have a little thanksgiving break and then we start holiday stuff you know and our high school concerts on december the 11th on sunday um, that starts at two with the choir and the auditorium and the bands at three and both you guys are involved in both band and choir. Do you find it difficult to fit that into your schedule? Um, not so much, uh, for the school side of things, but getting into some extracurriculars, uh, musical is the big one that yeah, kind of collides with everything. Would you have like, would, would anything have knocked band or choir out of your schedule? No. Yeah. Um, something almost did. It, no, um, <clears throat> it was a uh, psych and soch. That class about knocked uh, choir out of my schedule, and I said, yeah, "I'm taking choir over but that class." You weren't in choir the whole time, Miles. No, I've. Um, I joined. I think it was last half of my freshman year. I joined the so second semester. Oh, so you've been almost. I've been almost. Yeah. yeah. You were in show choir before that. Oh though, yeah, right? I was in show choir. I've been in show choir and. Miles, All you're a years. bass? Yeah. And you're a tenor? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's real good. I think the if kids know that they can do it, all four years and still take the other stuff. I mean, I think it does limit you schedule wise a little bit. Oh yeah. Like it, in terms of it AP, does get busy. AP courses, like sometimes they don't fit in. We try to not have one one offs. You know, like this AP course is only offered eighth hour. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Like all my stuff in the morning gets kind of squished. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's like because Key Club joins Monday and Wednesday every other week, but we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday show choir, and then chamber choir Friday. So you're here every morning at seven o'clock. Usually like 6 30 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Every I'm, morning. I'm same way, except Thursday because we got we practice uh, Tuesday mornings for Scholastic Bowl. And you know what's crazy about that, and people don't know this. Mr. Caresco has to have that practice so early because i have jazz band at seven Mm -hmm. and these show choir and jazz band schedules were like this when i was in high school okay so it's been 40 plus years and what time is your scholastic bowl practice on a tuesday on a tuesday morning 6 30 to 7 30 that's that's early Mm -hmm. that's early i thought it was six i I did it for a few years you did it you freshman you quit covid year yeah way to go quitter oh you know, Scholastic Bowl is one of those things that's not for everybody, though. You could be really smart and not yeah. enjoy it. I think it's really cool. I mean, I do think it's really cool. I've helped him. I've done some moderating at meets and stuff like that. I think it's, I, I like it. I like trivia, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I like all those questions. And yeah, you like got to really be into the uh, trivia side of things. Like, I asked JV it. Band today, listen to this. Uh, they were playing some goofy tune that had the Hallelujah Chorus in it. 
And I said, why is the Hallelujah Chorus so popular around the holidays? And they didn't know. And maybe you guys don't either. I have no idea. You don't? Okay, it's from Handel's Messiah, which is the oratorio about the story of the birth of Christ. And so it's traditionally played around the holidays. Augie used to do it every year. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a big deal. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you know the tune, For Unto Us a Child is Born? For unto us a child is born. So I used to hear that in Augie every November through December. And I was a saxophone player, so I didn't get to play in it. I didn't get to join the club, which was okay. The saxophone didn't exist then. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, it didn't. Nope. No. Who invented it? I'm. <laughs> this is really interesting. A guy by the name of Adolf Sax invented it in 1860. Think about, like, if you invented a horn, Miles, mm-hmm. and called it the Showalter. This kind of like pompous, isn't it? It's got to yeah. be some sort of percussion instrument, though. I, I'd feel like the show altar would be a, like a percussion instrument that just like if you discovered a planet. Let's see if you're an astronomer mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, I discovered a new planet. I'm calling it what? What do you call it? Uh, Django four two three, <laughs> something like stupid like that. Yeah, that nobody yeah. connects it to you. Yeah, awesome. Unless they check my social security number card. Is Pluto? Still a planet or no? No, Pluto is uh, considered a dwarf planet now. It has, um, that's because it's basically two. There's two planets there. I can't remember what the other one's really? called. Um, but they're, it's well, just vibing. yeah, there's two celestial bodies that orbit each other. And that's what classified it as a non-planetoid object. I don't know how we got on that topic. I, I think because you talked about saxophone, who invented the saxophone, and then... That went to me inventing an instrument, and then me inventing an instrument became to me discovering a planet, and then Pluto got involved somehow. Yeah, we're talking about Pluto now. <laughs> we went from the saxophone to Pluto. Then from Pluto to your bald spot. We <laughs> never we never went to my bald spot. You know, saxophone to Pluto would be a good band name. Here's no, my idea. Saxophone player, player. For the Christmas concert, my idea for my outfit was to shave off my goatee and mustache Right before the concert. When is the? The 11th. So as we're getting ready for the concert and we're warming up and I've got all that, you know, whatever that's going on and getting everybody going, then like when everybody goes in and sits in the auditorium, I shave it off. Mm. You should dress up like Dr. Phil. Are you participating in No Shave November? Uh, no. Why? I don't know. Nobody asked me to. It's, I, it's I could. common courtesy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not common courtesy. Yes, it's it not is. a government issued thing. I know, but it's well. Isn't that um? It's for, didn't that kind of start for like cancer awareness? Yeah, it's, uh, I think. Well, it's not like I want everybody to get cancer just because I didn't join it. I don't want that. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, because the uh, the no shave November that is leaning more toward the prostate side of cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that a yeah, I, I know Movember, which is, you know, a lot of you'll see a lot of people with mustaches this time of year because of Movember. And that leans more toward a charity for testicular cancer. And I all can't keep stuff. track it's of both. it all. It's both. It's mm-hmm. just how do you keep track? They of just it? shove both of them in one month and they're like, here you go. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, guys. That was fun. Concerts coming up. We got the charity concert of Miles. Gosh darn it, Miles. The charity concert with Miles, Angelina, Travis, and Brennan. That is this Saturday, November 12th. It's at 7 o'clock. Yep. Make sure that you go. We're going to play some good music. I'm going to be running sound on Big Dancing in the Aisles. Our music theory concert is Thursday, November 17th. It's going to be a lot of fun. These two gentlemen 
mean a lot to me. They're good boys. Miles, thank you. And Hunter, I enjoy your time. Thank you. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for the November episode. Thank you for listening. Tune in once again next month in our December. We'll do some more stuff. I want to thank Mrs. Haynes for coming in and thank me award for being a special guest. And hopefully we'll see you at one of these concerts here coming up in November or December. Thank you and everybody have a great day.